You're listening to the Online Tutor Business Podcast, where I help tutors get found, hired, and referred. Episode number 15. The number one thing tutors want to know is how to get students. What if you could use a strategy that would get your students and give you the information that you need in order to instruct them effectively all at once? Find out how you can in today's podcast. Hi, I'm Joanne Kaminsky, and with 10 years experience tutoring online, I've made over a half a million dollars. And today, I help other tutors get similar results or better. In this podcast, you're going to be inspired by other tutors stepping into this journey and getting results. You'll learn strategies you can apply to your business, stop feeling alone in the process, and make more money so that you can feel amazing every time you have an aha moment with one of your students. This is the Online Tutor Business Podcast. Hey there, my name's Joanne Kaminsky, and when I got started with my online reading tutoring business, I knew that I needed to have a strategy that would allow me to get to know my students a little bit better. And what better way than through giving a free reading assessment? Now, I knew that it was going to be a little bit time consuming to be able to do something like this for free, but I thought, what if I find out all of the information that I need about my client so that I can actually help them in the best possible way? And, and so I thought, you know what, I know that there are a lot of tutors that are going to charge for a reading assessment because it is their time. But what if I use this tool as something that allows me to really to get to know my student, what they're struggling with, and then I can have a conversation with the parent to be able to close that gap. So that's exactly what I did. I decided, you know what, I'm gonna give away a free assessment. I am then gonna have a sales conversation with a parent about moving forward with tutoring. And it ended up being a win-win situation. Very few people would say no to my online tutoring services. Very few people would ask about my pricing and how much I charged and then complain about how much it was that I charged, even though I'm charging $75 an hour at this point. Now, in the beginning, I was charging $40 an hour. And, and at that point, I thought, wow, this is like, this is a lot of money. Like, I thought people would totally complain about it. And they did not. So I think this is something that can really work for a lot of people. And I began sharing it with other tutors as well. Now, this isn't something that works with everybody that you're going to be working with. Not all areas of tutoring work well with this strategy. But I did find that with like reading, with math, with English language learners, that there are lots of really great assessments that are out there that you can utilize to be able to get information about your student and then be able to share that with the parent. Now this strategy makes it all about the student at this point. And this is great because it shouldn't be focused all on us. It should be focused on what are the needs that the student before me right now has and how can I serve them best? That's the job, right? The job isn't about how many classes I've taken, how many years experience I have. While all those things do help at the end of the day, they aren't the most important thing. The most important thing is the student that is in front of you. And if that assessment is all about the student and then the feedback that you give afterwards to the parent is all about the student, they're gonna question you less and less. And they're gonna question your ability to be able to help their child less and less. So this is definitely something that works well, like I said, with math and reading. 
And if you like videos like this, where we share different strategies on how you can be able to get online tutoring students, then hit that like, hit that subscribe so that you can keep getting notified when videos just like this come on out. Now, I mentioned this strategy to somebody who had just joined my reading interventionist program. Her name was Sharon. And Sharon had decided, you know, I'm taking this class and Joanne's showing me how to take the QRI 6 assessment. And so what I want to do is I want to practice this assessment with some of my students while I'm getting familiar with the testing. And she decided to take this as a win-win opportunity. She's like, you know what? I'm going to throw it on out there everywhere I possibly can that I'm looking for students to be able to give this assessment to while I practice and I get used to being able to give the assessment. And this strategy worked out well. She had a ton of parents that rose that, that would raise their hand and say, I want to be able to take this assessment with you. And so she used it as an amazing opportunity to say, okay, well, I'm going to give the assessment and then I'm going to chat afterwards. And then I'm going to ask them if they want to move forward with my online tutoring services. You guys right out of the gate of joining my reading interventions course and doing the strategy of seeing if people would like this free assessment. She ended up getting, it was somewhere between three and five students that she ended up getting right out of the gate of opening her online tutoring business. She hadn't, she didn't have any students before that. These were her first students. And it was like, just bringing that on up made a huge difference. So where can you let people know about the free assessment? First, you can email people that you already know that have kids that might be struggling in reading or not even struggling in reading. This is going to be a practice opportunity for you that could lead into students. You can share on Facebook that you're, you're learning how to take this brand new, give this new assessment and you'd like to practice it on a few students and, and see where it goes. You can go and be a part of certain Facebook groups where you know the parents that of your ideal students are hanging out and let them know that you're practicing how to give this new assessment. Um, you can go on Instagram and let them know. You can go on LinkedIn and let people know. So what types of assessments are out there? Well, for reading, I really like using the QRI 6. I started off using the QRI 4 back in 2010 because I had it. And one thing that I knew about this assessment was that there was a disc, so it was all digital already. So it wasn't something that I had to take and digitize and like put online or do anything like that it was already there. And the QRI 6 is also still online. So I utilize that assessment. It lets me know uh, at the word level, uh, where are what is the student's grade level? And also at the reading and comprehension level, where are they reading at? This helps me to get enough information to be able to chat with a parent afterwards. And I'm also able to get like, what is a um, independent reading level an instructional reading level and a frustrational reading level. One thing that I have found with reading is that if I can teach kids in the zone of proximal development, also known as ZPD, and I increasingly make my reading activities a little bit harder and a little bit harder that I can close the gap for them in a very small amount of time. And so that information is pivotal for me. Now, there are some other assessments that you could take a look at for reading. And if they work great for you, 
utilize them. Maybe you already are using an assessment. Um, I just found that I can give the QRI six in an hour or less, and that's kind of what you're looking for for a time frame when it comes to giving an assessment. If you want to take a look at somebody's levels of English proficiency, there are some free tools online. I'm going to put a link inside of the description so that you can see it. But the levels of English proficiency, really take a look at the student's reading level, speaking level, writing level, and listening level with English. And then it gives a one, two, three, or four. And uh, the Iowa site ends up having it broken down into um, grade levels. So that's interesting. Like where should a child be at with specific grade levels? And that's something that you could walk through with one of your students. Um, the math assessments that I like best are the ADAM assessment and the DOMA assessment, which is like pre-algebra. I love those because I love the reports that I get afterwards. Those reports are really, really helpful for me. Now, those are some of the ones that I am most familiar with. You may be using something that you absolutely love, and I want to know exactly all about that. So are you currently using a free assessment to be able to get students, whether you're just learning how to give an assessment or you uh, already know how to give an assessment and you, you invite people to a free assessment. Tell us all about it. Go to the comment section and tell us which one you're specifically using, what you like about it, and if it helps you to be able to get students. Now, after the assessment, it is super important that you have a sales conversation. It's not like just take the assessment and then um, take a few days to put the information together and then send that information off to the parent and hope that they move forward with you. You really want to be able to take the information that you've learned about the student while they were taking the assessment. And you could let them know, you know, over the next 24 hours, I'm gonna to put together a report that's going to go into more detail about what I noticed because I like to be able to look at all of the information and be able to put it together for you so that you can understand it as well. But here are some of the things that I'm noticing. And so you show them what you're noticing about their child. And maybe you even make reference to, as you were mentioning that they were struggling with blank, I noticed blank, right? Like I noticed they were struggling with that too. And you can go from there with, with that information. Ask them if they have, you know, noticed anything on their side, um, something that they want you to particularly focus on if you were to move forward together. Um, also ask them, you know, what has the school noticed about the child's work as well? You know, how are they performing? What are their grades like? All of those kinds of questions are going to help you. Also, you might want to ask if they've been labeled as having any kind of learning disabilities. And that might help you as well because Sometimes if you don't ask that question, they won't give that information. They're like, you know what? I'll just wait and see if they notice if there's a problem or they, they just forget to share that information with you. It's not on top of their mind. And so they don't even think to share that information with you. But then after you have all of that information, you say, okay, so right now I currently have this time open for tutoring, is this a time that would normally work for you guys? They would say yes or no and say, great, are you ready to move forward? Are you ready to get started? Now, it's really important that you ask that question, are you ready to get started? 
it's also a great idea to already have figured out a way to accept payment from them. So if you're using Stripe, you can take their credit card information right away during that conversation. Or you can um, set up like an automatic PayPal link where you just send them the link for the PayPal and they're able to pay monthly automatically. That way it's not they say yes and now you lose track of them and they never you never hear from them again, right? You want to get that commitment level from them when they're most excited about moving forward with you and they don't take the time to be able to research and find a different tutor, right? We want to really seal the deal. So having that conversation right after the assessment, I didn't learn that, you know, right out of the gate. It was something that over time I developed and I have just found that it, it makes me the most money. I don't have to give away any free sessions. The only thing I'm giving away is something that I would need anyways in order to be able to help that child in the best possible way. All right. Did you know that the online tutoring industry is a $1 billion industry and that it is projected to grow to $112 billion over the next five years, according to Technavio. Now, I believe that to succeed in this business as individual tutors, we need to stand together and unite, which is why I have created the largest community of online tutors helping each other on Facebook. I'd like to invite you to join our free group, the ultimate support group for online tutors. I want to help you get found, hired, and referred so that you don't have to compete with other tutors, but instead can collaborate and grow so that you can help students all over the world and have the freedom and flexibility to allow you to do what you love. In fact, I want you to feel amazing every time you have a light bulb moment with your students. I want you to have so many light bulb moments that you light up an entire city. All you need to do is go to Facebook, type in Ultimate Support Group for Online Tutors, and hit join. What are you waiting for? Join today.